What is the fire? It's a place with the fire of His glory. Yes, yes. Because God calls you into His city. Why? So He can unveil Himself because He's the glory. <laughs> yes, yes. God calls you to his mountain to obey his call. So that you will infiltrate the world. Because like Lechot said, I was so amazed, He's, he had a thing about Zion. He said, the sons know what the father is doing. Yes. They watch him. Yes. They watch him very intently. Yeah. The sons know what the father is doing. The sons know what the Father is saying. Yes. So he's unveiling himself so that what we see him doing, what he is unveiling, which is his glory, so we can invade and infiltrate the world with his glory. Yes. But you see, in Zion, the revelation of Zion is not open to you. You will only hear of the glory. But he says, now you come and you experience and encounter yes. his glory. Yeah. Yes. Because then you will go from speaking about his glory to being his glory. Amen. Fully agree. So he's just opening up why Zion. Isaiah 4 verse 5 And the Lord creates upon every dwelling place mm. Yes This is the mansions <laughs> This is you Yes You the mansion being prepared Yes <laughs> Awesome <laughs> Yeah. Reading something this morning that speaks about um, the interior castle where it says there's levels of mansions. Wow! <laughs> Why did you say earlier? You see, wow. what did I say this morning? Everything must come from inside. Yeah. Lord, hey, love, hey, inside of you. Wow, that's amazing. So the Lord will create upon every dwelling place which is the mansion. The mansions of Mount Zion. And upon her assemblies. See, I said it's happening corporate. A cloud. We had a cloud this morning. A cloud. In the cloud. In the cloud is the angels. In the cloud. Yes. Are the spirits of just me made perfect? Yeah. A cloud and a and smoke by day and the shining listen. If you say you're Mount Zion, no fire, no light, you've got to be set on fire because he says yeah. it's the shining of a flaming fire. Zion is the shining of a flaming fire. Yes. What is the prayer I pray the most lately? Father, burn my fire. Yes. Because no. yes. no. yeah. let me tell you something. Everything that's happening in the realm, in, in, when you feel oppression, let me tell you what it is. It wants to dim your fire. Ascending. 
It's essential. It needs perfect. Yes. Also a, a sanctuary. A sanctuary, thank you. Wow, that's what I wanted. That's what he speaks about Zion. It's a sanctuary. Now, in English, we think of a sanctuary, a place of peace, of rest. But it evolves. It's evolving into a secret place. Awesome. Of the of communion, mm. it's a secret place of communion. That's where we are right now. We haven't descended. We are there right now. Yes. So, so Jesus went up the mountain, and he was transfigured. So he raised us up and he ascended us into the same place yes. that's why it's a place of transfiguration you cannot go into ascension and not be transformed yeah. transfigured the transfiguring of Christ on the mountain was revealed to us mm. and reveals us in that glory Zion is a place of training. Okay? Zion is a place of training. The sons. It's a place of training the sons. For what? To receive the latter glory. Mantles, you are clothed with mantles in Zion. Mantles of glory to receive the latter glory. So God is getting us ready for a garment of fire. Thank you for mentioning the fire. I'm telling you, you know what? When you can't wait to tell somebody about the services or try and introduce somebody to this, it means you're on fire. You've been clothed with fire. Yeah. But no one is garmented with fire unless they are sitting in desire. Amen. Amen. On Zion is your deliverance. Because if we talk about transformation, there's a series of deliverances you go through. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. There's a movement, and I've said it a long time, there's a movement of holiness yes. coming. Because as we've been ascending in Zion, you encounter his holiness. Yes. So on, on Mount Zion, in Mount Zion, is a baptism of holiness. It's an encounter of holiness. God brings you to Mount Zion to burn down the house of Esau. So I learned something this week. I'll read it to you. Obadiah 1 verse 17. But upon Mount Zion shall be deliverance. Amen. And there shall be holiness. Yes. And the house of Jacob mm. shall possess their possessions. <laughs> so Jacob was changed into Israel, which is the face of God. But he speaks about Jacob. So the house of Jacob, because we are temples, the house of Jacob is the human spirit. Yes. It shall be a fire. It means fire. But he 
these fires so glorious. And the house of Joseph aflame. Here he says, and the house of Esau for stubble. Esau is the flesh. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I was reminded the other when I said, we've our soul has built certain structures. But John said, if you can come up higher and you see the city, yes. the city is coming down. Awesome. <laughs> John saw it in, in its fullness. He said, the city is the throne, the city is the lamb, the city is the scrolls, the city is the seven spirits. The city is the fire. The city is the light. Yes. The city is the glory. Mm. And as it as it comes, it comes with fire to burn up what we've built with straw. Yes. Wow. Amen. Amen. What does that mean? It's the stuff that I thought I can rely on. Stuff you thought you needed. Stuff you thought you needed. Burn down the house of Esau. And they shall kindle in them and devour them. And there shall not be any remaining of the house of Esau. Good. Let's talk. For the Lord has spoken. So when you come up the mountain of the Lord, your spirit is kindled with fire mm. to burn down the house of Esau, your flesh. The house of Jacob shall be a fire, so your possession is the fire. Mm. It's very important. Yes. Obadiah 1 verse 21 and saviors yes. saviors shall come up on Mount Zion to judge the mountain of Esau and the kingdom shall be the Lord's and say a lot about that so in this fire, I welcome the judging of my flesh. Because I see his fire and that's all I want. I welcome the judging of the flesh, the burning of the flesh. So that what remains is unshakable. Yes. Which is the kingdom. What remains is the glorified being that you are. Thank you, that's beautiful. What remains is the glorified being that you are. So when your spirit descends into Mount Zion, now here is a very important point. So awesome, we gave this last night. When you ascend into Mount Zion, the power of the flesh which results in death, mm. the laws, mm. the law of the spirit of death mm. is fading away. Yes, yes. It's Possibly. the glory that is fading. Amen. The glory of the flesh, the power of the flesh, the power of death. Yes. And the law of the spirit of is taking over. You know, I'm going to talk about another, but Ezekiel equated the mountain with Eden. Uh -huh. Eden is pleasure, delight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, the f a few minutes ago, it just came to mind that Eden was the old structure, the old city. Zion is the new one. Yes, it, it has all evolved. Mm. So this, the law of the spirit of life is unleashed and becomes your possession. 
But it's how much you allow the mountain of Esau to be burnt. If we don't let the, the, the fire consume our flesh, we cannot stay fully into the image. <laughs> As our mirror image is then blemished and we forget the innocence of our past sins. We've received innocence, his innocence, because the past sins have been forgiven. It causes us to forget the innocence we received, even because of our past sins. I know. So God sends people into your life to give you the revelation of who he is and what he's done. So that your mirror image clears up. I actually saw us standing each with a mirror and I wanted to smear it. If we had enough mirrors, that's what I would have done today. Yeah. And then the river begins to wash away. It's like I've seen a golden light fire being, but part of it, some parts of it is like charcoal black pieces still on it and as we like you say as we ascend and go each part of that black charcoal begins to fall off yes awesome it's amazing this is when you're under the spirit of revelation when people get visions like that Isaiah 2 verse 3 this is what God is doing we're in this scroll we're walking in the scroll of Isaiah 2 verse 3 Many people shall go and say, Come, let us descend into the mountain of the Lord. He said, This mountain will become visible now and be the highest. Highest means now God is unveiling the glory of the mountain. Now he's unveiling his people, because his sons, because the sons, he said the sons of Zion are the sons of glory. Yes, exactly. Wow. Let us ascend into the mountain of the Lord. To the house of God of Jacob, because it's burning with fire. Remember, Jacob is being kindled with fire. And this is the place where he will teach us. It says his ways, but he said to me, it's teaching us of himself. Because he said, until you see Zion, you hear about his ways, we have to preach. So you can get to know how awesome, but now he's introducing himself. Yes. Yes. He's teaching us his ways. It means he's teaching us of himself. Yes. He's teaching us like how to operate and move yes. in his spirit. Yes. And then you will go away walking in his path. Amen. Amen. How simple is that? walk in life. 
life. Yes. Life. Life more abundantly. Yes. Life to my flesh. Yes. Is past or only possible? Because every word he speaks is spirit. Oh. And it's life. Yes. I so, heard that I heard that the moment I walked in here. My words are spirit and they are. Wow, did you hear that? Yeah, that's awesome. You you know why he's he's revealing himself and taking us in this path of life? Because in this realm, there are triggers that keep you in the old pathways. Sure. Yeah. That's why this morning he said, it's, everything is flowing. Your responsibility is to let it flow from within. Yes. Yes. It's an inside job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not waiting for anything or anyone. Anybody to do it for you. Mm. Now listen to this. For out of Zion will go forth the law. Out of Zion will go forth what? The law. So as Rechard said, we are the we are operating the government of God from Zion. Because it's there where we hear and we see. He says, For out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord goes forth. We cannot understand the ways of Yod, Hey, Bab, Hey, while we in this realm. They can only be understood when we are caught up yes. in heaven. Yes. So I want to break open that word law for you. It means direction and instruction. For human affairs and divine affairs. Hello. When you don't know what to do, you ascend and you will hear exactly what you need. Yes. Yes. Fully agree. This law encompasses, I'm, I'm breaking it up for you, okay? It's direction, instruction in your human, so your everyday affairs, yeah. and divine instruction. Yeah. It's also where prophecy is flowing from. It's the body of prophetic teaching. That's what I'm doing. A prophetic teacher. With other words, releasing revelation. Okay? Instruction in the revelation of Christ. Oh, the unveiling of the incarnate Christ in us. Revelation, and he says, out of Zion, it's a river, so it never stops flowing, it never stops revealing, it never stops unveiling. Yes. It's unveiling you, it's unveiling your mind because your mind is the limit. Your mind is the only thing that's limiting you. I want you to say that after me. My mind my is my only limitation. See? We're talking about what is this law he's talking about. Then he says, it's a body of priestly direction and instruction. 
the Melchizedek priesthood. And what does a priest do? A priest keeps the altar burning. A lot about fire. In Leviticus 6, verse 13, one of my favorite scriptures. The fire shall always be burning on the altar. Amen. Amen. It shall never go out. The fire will cause no sacrifice to be too much. An altar. When you realize you have an altar in Mount Zion, nothing that you have, you will feel it's mine. It's all his. So no sacrifice is going to be too much. Oh, this is a path you will walk. Because he told me, Sharon, the fold of flocks, when one person was there, I said, what flock is this? <laughs> this is one sheep. But in me was faithfulness. I said, I don't care. Hello? No sacrifice will be too much. The last one is, this law is a body of legal directives. So we know we've heard that we're ruling Yahweh's government and speaking from Zion divine knowledge into those, okay? I think you spoke about the top. The person sitting at the top of the mountain has access to all the realms. Come on! In Ezekiel 28, verse 13 and 14, Ezekiel equates Eden with the mountain. Remember, we spoke about the sons of God that were already there. Now, the sons, they in heaven, they live in mountains. Come on, I'm going to teach you more on it next year. They live in mountains, which is high places. Okay. Because Ezekiel 28, 13, he says, you've been in Eden, the garden of God, and you were the anointed cherub, and I put you on the mountain of God. In Ezekiel, in the same chapter, verse 2, Eden appears as the seat of the gods. Come on, as the seat of the gods. So when God walked with his son, Adam and Eve, he was teaching them training them to become full the fullness of a son. Here's powerful revelation of Adam and Eve's judgment. I'm going to read it to you from a Hebrew perspective. Now this if this does not blow our minds and causes us somewhere. He said, I'm trusting. You see, there's no condemnation, okay? But somewhere I'm trusting God that the deeper we go, whatever healing you need, it's just, it's just, it will manifest in an instant. Yeah. Okay. So here's the start of it. Let's focus on Adam and Eve's punishment from a Hebrew perspective. Because you guys know I love the Hebrew. Because truly, that is taking us into a lot of truth and revelation we didn't have, okay? To the woman he said, 
I will greatly increase your pains. <laughs> in childbirth. Ooh, she was in it. She took us there. Fine You need to listen to every word she needs. I will greatly increase your pains in childbearing. With pain, you will give birth to children. To Adam, he said, because you listen to your wife, that's why men joke and they say, we don't listen, we can't listen to our wives. <laughs> because you listen to your wife and you ate from the tree, about which I commanded, you must not eat. Cursed is the ground because of you. Through painful toil, you will eat of it all the days of your life. Okay, so I'm lifting out the word pain. Because the original word for painful toil and pain is actually one word. I don't even know how to say it. So the same word is used to describe ease punishment, right? And it's found, this word is found only three times in the entire Hebrew Bible. And all three are found in the opening chapters of the book of Genesis. The first two times are found in the third chapter. In the descriptions of the punishments of Adam once and Eve twice. <laughs> okay. So this teaches us that the pain in Adam and Eve's punishment is not a, it's not a typical and usual type of pain because there are other words in Hebrew for that. But it's a physical pain which is connected to sorrow and grief. In other words, listen to this, the center of their pain at its core was sorrow and grief. Okay? In a spiritual and mental state of mind, which manifests in the physical. So it means the cure for pain is spiritual as well. Yes, sure. Yes, fully agree. Why don't we just just grab the truth? Yes. You see, it's not it's not condemnation that you've got pain now because you said no, no, no. He's showing us the origin. Yes. So I said, God, surely something must happen when you begin to reveal stuff like this. Yeah. Something must happen in our body, and it is happening. Yes. So the third time this rare Hebrew noun, Sabon, is found is in the fifth chapter of Genesis. Namely, Noah he said, He will comfort us in the painful toil of our hands. What is the comfort? Now you think of the Holy Spirit, is your it's the cure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I don't want to be comforted in my pain. I want the cure. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay, I'll say it. It means the cure for the pain is spiritual as well. Definitely. Because he said to Noah, I will comfort you in all your painful toil. which 
The joy of your hands caused by the ground, the Lord has cursed. Do you know that the devil never cursed anything? Okay, I won't say anything further. From this biblical reference we can learn that the cure for this kind of pain is indeed spiritual and not physical. What God is just saying is where did it come from? Yes. And now we have a new inheritance in Mount Zion and we are possessing our possessions yes. which is the promise of the Spirit. Because everything physical is a result of the spiritual so look how beautiful that is he brings us into the spiritual he brings us into Zion so that we can become spiritual what does it mean i'm becoming spiritual i am i am thinking i'm thinking as i see when i see and i and he's unveiled I begin to think as God. Yes. He begins to reveal his thoughts. He doesn't say his thoughts are higher anymore. No. Yes. He doesn't say his ways are higher. It's unattainable. He says his way is the path of life. Awesome. Awesome. Wow. His way is the path of life. Yes. Strip away everything else. Yes, thank you. Whatever you need is in that path of life. This is why Isaiah prophesied. Remember Isaiah 53? By his stripes, we were healed. Yes. How? Adam and Eve sinned. There comes the cause of pain. Yeah. Jesus comes, he takes the stripes, which means yes. he sets us free from that curse because he forgives us. Yes. All our wickedness. Yeah. I just like yes. So we are free. Exactly. I'll prove it to you. Isn't it funny when he speaks about, about Mount Zion? He says, and in Zion, mm. no one will say, "I am sick." Amen. Amen. Now, either he's talking bull or he's just putting in there to entertain us. Here he says it. And no inhabitant of Zion will say, I'm sick. The people who dwell there are forgiven their wickedness, their sin, their injustice, and their wrongdoing. That's why there's no condemnation. When you get the revelation of what Christ did on the cross, you don't even have to use your own sin and missing the mark as an excuse anymore to be condemned. Yeah. Because you are no longer condemned. Exactly. And then I had Revelation 21, 22, verse 1, and he showed me a pure river of water of life, right? What is this? In Revelation 22, verse 2, he's speaking of the dimensions of Christ. In the midst of the street, what is the street? He says, you're coming to Mount Zion, it's the pathway of life. It's beautiful when he says it to you in a different way, because now it clears up the fog. In the midst of the street, as I do the street, he will teach us, reveal, unveil his glory so that we can see in this glory, wow, is the path of life. In the midst of the street is the river. 
from here and from there, it's the tree of life. Which bear 12 fruits, government, full governmental authority. Each yielding its fruit. So he says, it's a continual bearing of the fruit which is the which is off the which is hanging on the tree of life. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm, yes. I'm taking this word. Yes. And the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I saw a beautiful thing. I remember Prophet Gobi saying, the leaves are you. And I thought, yes, because when the wind comes, he says, these leaves will not wither uh -huh. yeah. and die. Yeah. But, he, but when the wind comes, the leaves are blown all over. Hello? Yes. From Zion, blown all over. We're walking in that. Because yes. he's raising up the remnant all over. Yes. Verse he says, every curse will no longer be there. But the throne of God, the only thing that exists in Zion, is the highest authority. Which is your day, Amen. And the Lamb will be in it, and His servants will serve Him. And they will see His face. He will, they will see His face and His name. The revelation of his name, your day, my will be on their foreheads. That is the dimensions you carry. Woo. That's why this morning when I came in, he said, release the your day, my from within. And I knew something would happen big time in this meeting. And it did. You shall arise. Then he speaks in song, going back a bit, back to it. You shall arise. So he says, now's the time. When God arises, it is the time. Listen to me. When God arises, it's the time. You shall have mercy upon Zion for the set time to favor Zion. With what? With unveiling the glory which illuminates the path of life. Awesome. Wow. And he says, I heard the cry, the groaning, to be set free from death. Wow. If you read on in song. Then he says in verse 16 of Psalm 102, when the Lord shall build up Zion, so I want to say this, it like this. While the Lord is building up the mansions in Zion, He is appearing in His glory. So God gave man the anointing to do the works of Christ. Okay? We need the anointing here on earth but when we come into zion and we become zion he unveils himself as the glory now the glory is an upgrade from the anointing yes everyone preaches the anointing like hello now we got stuck he says you're receiving mantles for the latter glory in zion mantles are falling from You guys need to see things in the spirit. That's what's happening every meeting. Mantles are falling from Zion. Because we are the carriers, not only of the glory, but we're the carriers of the latter glory. The glory of the spirit. 
parents. Yes. If I see my image. So the image clears up. And I begin to see. Wow. A clear image of the glory. When that mirror and the blemishes are removed, then I begin to see clearly the image of His glory. That's why it only happens in the glory. That the image is clarified. It's clear. Man, guys, you haven't seen anything yet. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. He said to me, listen, if I am appearing and unveiling my glory, it means when I appear, mm. I'm appearing in my fullness. Yes. And it will hit you mm. with fullness Amen. of health. Amen. Fullness of abundance, fullness of provision. Yes. Woo! Yes. And more. And more. Fullness of joy, fullness of peace. He says, That's when you know you are seeing clearly. Life comes when the glory is around. Oh, yes. The other spirits cannot hang around where there's glory. People prosper and do well in the glory. Amen.